Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Thursday. Yeah, Thursday, nearly the end of the week. Well, officially it's all busy the end of the week now. If you're sort of working in, in a normal job, we'll know that by lunchtime you'll be in the pub. You probably won't make it back this afternoon, and what's the point of Friday? Anyway, happy weekend, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein Talks Ball Daily Podcast with, yes, you guessed it, if you didn't, it's me, Andy Goldstein, Andy Goldstein. And what a podcast we've got, it really is an absolute humdinger, look. It's all written down on this bit of paper, and that bit of paper. I don't know why I paused long after a bit, bit of paper, I don't know why I did that. Anyway, here's, oh, I've done it again, what's coming up on the show, and we begin with the best bits of the best callers from the best show. How ironic is that? My show from 10pm, the sports bar. Here are the callers after a busy night of football in the Premier League. Well, full-time whistle has been blown here. You can hear the boos around Old Trafford from the very few, it has to be said, remaining United fans inside Old Trafford. A penny for Sir Alex's thoughts, who's making his way out the director's box. David Gill is there as well. But it's going to be Ed Woodward. The Glazers are going to be so much in focus from United fans' point of view. And Ole Gunnar Solskjaer now has an uncomfortable time in the press conference. I can understand uh, supporters are uh, disappointed, of course, when, when the times are tough. Uh, but it's a way of... Uh, we, we just need to make sure that we do uh, try to help the players. I think to help the team, help the club. I think today um, the players... They, they hear the fans when they uh, when they support them, and at times uh, that's helped us. So st- keep sticking at that. Just coming away from the game, and do you know what? Furiating, absolute toxic um, at the ground today. More and more chance against the Woodwards. More and more chance against the Glazers, which is great to see. The fans are all coming together. Where do we go as a club with the fans? How do we go against the owners? How do we go against the structure? I don't know. I really don't know. Going on to Ollie, I'm sorry if I'm ranting, I'm venting off. I watch your show, as I say, listen to your show all the time, lads. And do you know what? We always like to listen to it and have a laugh or whatever, but I'm going to vent. It's infuriating. Ollie, the guy's been given a, a mission impossible. You know, coming from the Jose era, it was a case of back or sack Jose. They sacked him, then they didn't go and follow through with the project of, you know, backing Ollie. They brought in a few players. But well, the complete squad was depleted from the beginning. But well, if you want to take a holistic approach to United at a moment, it's not even about the you know players. It's not about the manager. It's a seven-year rotting process. We're no closer to winning the league whatsoever. And it's a case of there's no direction. Mm. There's no sort of process of what we're actually doing. 
whether, whether they go or not, it's more of a case of the club need restructuring. Forget about sacking anyone. It's about club actually acknowledging we're falling way, way, way be- below everyone else. And other teams are going to, you know, capitalise and leapfrog us. I'm big Ole in and give him time, but there's clearly there's clearly coaching problems there because because we just looked we didn't look like we were going to score all game. But the thing is, it was clear to see tonight we were missing Marcus Rashford, and we can't rely on Martial as our top guy to get us goals and get us wins because we we should have scored three times before Burnley scored, and it, it's shocking. It's, it's what's the answer, Joe? I, I just I just don't know. I, I just can't see it. There's problems with the recruitment, and we've got. We got nine days to make a deal. We've had we've had this whole month and, and we've had nothing, no news, nothing, and and now we've got no squad depth. And then I think, who's going to come on and make an impact? And and we bring on Luke Shaw and Jesse Lingard. It, it, it's something when for the last few games our best player at Manchester United has been uh, Brandon Williams, mm. our young left back. Yeah. And so that midfield that we've got, Matic, Fred, and Pereira, is not good enough. You know, Pereira's not good enough to be in that team. And I, I just don't see how we avoid dying as a football club. We've had two nils here before when they've come back and got a 2-2. So, you know, I was pretty calm in the sense. I'll, I'll enjoy it on reflection, of course, but that moment of thinking, no, no, no there's, there's more to do here. Brilliant for the fans. I mean, it, you know, brilliant moments for the fans. And, you know, had a few noises about what was going on and all that, which, which that's, that's the expectation rising. And that's a good thing. We want that expectation. It means we're doing something right. So little old Burnley have earned over a billion pounds, Why have they? call him little old Burnley? Yeah, because he's patronising. No, 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 you're the one that said they're small. You're the one that said they shouldn't be on the same pitch as as Man United. They've earned a billion pounds. Yeah, yeah, but you're being patronising. No, 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 I'm just trying to open up your eyes. That's not a good quality. Mike, you're painting a a picture, which is nonsense. Burnley have earned over a billion pounds since they've been in the Premier League. Why shouldn't they be on the same pitch? Yeah, can we have one of the... uh, Andy, we've never had as much money as we have now, but with no money. With no money. Where's it going? Not in comparison with the other team. Where's it going? But with no debt. We've got Where's your money? If you've got no debt, where's it? your billion pounds if you've got no money and no debt? It's not about football. It's not about money, Andy. No, no where it's is it? You said, you said you've got no passion. money. I mean, you, you know, to me, you're a typical Manchester right. United. Mike, it's true. Mike, Mike listen. Accent. Mike, listen. You've got to Mike, listen. Accent. Listen, because you've just proved yourself to be a bit of an idiot. Oh, where, where's you? Oh, Mike, come on. Mike. Come on. Can anyone get a shot in? Perez can, and that is game, set and match. It's the second of the evening for Iosi Perez, and it's Leicester's fourth goal in this game. Good composure once again, and that is good night, West Ham. Uh, let's speak to Simon. He's a West Ham fan, 087172 yeah. Simon, good evening. Simon. Simon. Yeah, hello. I'm just going to pass you over to somebody who's a bit more calm than me. Here you go. Okay. Wow, OK. <clears throat> Hello, I'm actually, uh, uh, I say I'm a fan, I still am a fan, but there are very, very poor elements in our team that need to be addressed very, very quickly. So first of all, we are not playing as a team. We are a collection of individuals that have been grouped together and until we have a proper team element, and that is mental as well as physical, we're not going to pull ourselves out of this. Time now to check in with big Alan Brazil and Ali McCoy, or AB and AM, as no one refers to them. They're arguing with the caller about the old firm teams and how they would do in England. Never going to happen. It's an argument that rears its ugly head every sort of six or seven months when there's nothing better to talk about. You'll probably hear this exact conversation round about July time. Anyway, here it is before then. 
now got Doug, the Grimsby fan. Don't you say Grimsby will beat Celtic and Rangers, by the way, Doug. Doug, come on. I'm obviously not drunk like Ali seems to be. Uh, what are you on about? Celtic and Rangers hold their own in the Premier League. Easy. If they was to be put in the Championship, they wouldn't get out via promotion. <laughs> Doug, no, on come on. Planet? On what planet are you on? In my opinion, in five, six, seven years, they would be top six. Really? I think so, Duke. I and is football is football a fair game, Ali? Oh yes, no, no, not not at the moment. Not not with the finances. It's clearly not. Um, because next, I mean, this year, Sheffield United, Norwich, they've all come up. Yeah. Are, are we going to give them six or seven years to prove the case, or if they finish bottom, should we just sling them straight out? Well, you, and if that's the case, why doesn't that apply to Celtic and Rangers? No, it does apply to them. I'm not saying it doesn't. Of course, oh, it applies. So they will to them. come out in a year's time, then. So and, they won't have to. And, 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 you, and your opinion, Doug, they, they, they might, but I don't think they will. I think they would stay up. Now, there's a recurring theme on TalkSport. A lot of people have tweeted me, Andy Golson 5 asking if we're doing it on purpose. We're not. It just happens that way. Here's Natalie Sawyer with Jim White. And, yes, another bald guest, Trevor Sinclair. This is them talking about players surrounding the refs. And I promise you, it just happens like that. Natalie, what are you thinking? Well, um, Manchester United are the latest club to be charged by the FA for failing to ensure its players conducted themselves in an orderly fashion. And that's after that defeat to Liverpool on Sunday. United have until Thursday to respond to that charge. And the charge relates to an incident, which I'm sure many people remember, where United players confronted the on-field referee Craig Pawson after he had initially allowed a goal by Liverpool's Roberto Firmino. Obviously VAR came into effect in this one, ruled it out in the end for that foul by Virgil van Dijk on David De Gea. Um, and it was around about, I think, four or five United players. Mm. Just as soon as the ball had more. got in the net, if not more, yep. all circled, <clears throat> circled Pawson, didn't they? And d- to, admittedly, De Gea was booked as a result of his own protests. But if you go back to 2008, the FA launched a Respect the Ref campaign, if you remember, uh, back in 2016 as well. They introduced a new directive to try and improve player behaviour where yellow cards were to be shown to players who run towards an official to contest a decision, hence David De Gea's yellow card. But really, the Respect the Ref campaign, do these initiatives really work? Are we really seeing a change in attitude towards the referee? I it don't think so. No, it doesn't feel like it's changed in any way. But I also wondered, and I, I mentioned this at the top of the show, about whether or not the introduction of VAR has actually made it worse in some ways because now players can dart up to the referee as quick as as quick as they can to sort of insist that they have to look at this at VAR they have to look at this decision it's it's crazy how could we, you know how could the that goal have been given by Paulson VAR has VAR has to look at it and it just makes me wonder why? Why is it so hard for us to respect the referee? And obviously, you can come down to that thing of what message does it send to young kids to the grassroots level of football? It seems as though these campaigns are pretty worthless at the end of the day. And also the fact that referees perhaps are not clamping down on things tough enough when it comes to players circling the referee. And it's a real shame because it's, it's I mean, it's awful when you see it. So there you go, Natalie and Jim White. A reminder, today they've got Right Said Fred in the studio with them. Time now to hear from Angry Jacobs, of course, part of Hawksby and Jacobs. He's talking about Martin Keown and Jerry Groves and their positive analysis of Arsenal's performance against Chelsea. 
but it was a very enjoyable game of football. But oh, you, were game. you were there. Terrific game. You were there. Terrific game. But congratulations to Arsenal on their stunning 5 0 victory with only seven men. Oh, I, no, it was a draw. When I, Sorry. When I spoke to you earlier on, I was about to say, actually, unlike the Newcastle game the other day, you were being you were saying nice things about Arsenal when I spoke to you on the phone. Yeah, this I morning. thought Arsenal played really well. But the, it was a classic red card game. I mean, some of the analysis afterwards, I mean, Martin Cairn and Perry Gross. Perry, I was listening to Perry in the sports bar. It was basically as if they were describing like City and Liverpool combined. I mean, I've never heard anything like it. Apparently, Chelsea are going to be relegated and somehow <laughs> Arsenal are going to finish like second or something. It was pathetic. <laughs> He's got more bitter since no, 10 o'clock. Was, I'd like the point. I wasn't so expecting poor. this at I mean, 10 o'clock. Basically, until the red card, Chelsea were by far the better team. Mm. And what happened was, and for about 10 minutes afterwards, and then when they dropped off a little bit, the crowd got impatient. Yeah. And the, that, that, that transferred to the players, and the players got a bit edgy and a bit nervous. Arsenal realised they had nothing to lose. They mm. suddenly, you know, got a system. They got organised. The crowd, their crowd were great. They got behind their team. And basically, that can happen in a, in a red card game. And mm. so... Chelsea's naivety, though, was there for everyone to see. I mean, how they didn't put the ball out at the end, you're thinking, oh, for yes. goodness. Time now to talk rugby, and, of course, there's lots of words on a piece of paper in front of me that mean nothing to me. So sit back and relax while I read it with no emphasis on any word or excitement. England head coach Eddie Jones has given James Savendra a unique take on how he believes the Saracen salary cap scandal will affect harmony in the England squad. No, it means nothing to me, that. I think there's some things that'll need to be aired, and uh, that's important. Uh, you know, it's been a difficult situation for for Saracens players, and, and maybe a difficult situation for other players. So they need to get it out on the table. But the one thing I do know is that they all want to play and play well for England and win for England, and so that's the unifying force. That does seem slightly surprising because when you see the way the players work together during the World Cup, it it does seem to be such a close knit team. Yeah, well, it is, but again, you know, you've been part of a family. You can have a great dinner, and then at breakfast something changes. Someone's had a bad sleep, or the, the dog's eating someone's food, and, and the family's not the same as it was. And look, we'll be a different team when we come together. Uh, yeah, you just have a look at the team post the World Cup as compared to pre the World Cup. You know, we're a team that's now. Uh, been second in the world um, players have got enhanced reputations, now some players are dealing with some some issues off the field and we'll need to get together and, and work out how we can go forward You're listening to TalkSport Daily and this is Jason Cundy Hey there, it's Michelle Norris I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, 
you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Time now to head back to Jim White, Natalie Soy, and old Tricky Trev. Because they had the former sporting manager, Carlos Calvajal, on the show. Talking about Bruno Fernandes and how he's similar to Frank Lampard and the best player in Portugal by, his words, Miles. Interesting that he thinks Bruno Fernandes is like Lampard. Hmm, a failed manager so far. Interesting. He's really very good. So he's a, he's a player from another planet. So the planet of Portugal is very small to him in this moment. So because he's, he's the best player of the league. Wow. Miles or of the others. Even last season was was uh, was fantastic. I will give you just in short time the, the numbers that I saw it uh, yesterday. In 17-18, he, he, he did 11 goals. Um, last season, he scored 20 goals. Uh, this season he scored eight goals and six assistants. We are talking about about a midfielder. He's not a winger. He's not a yeah. attacker. He's a midfielder. I I don't want to be um, correct about this comparison. But if you sh- if you ask me uh, to compare Bruno with a player, I will say maybe that I remember maybe Lampard. I remind if you're a big fan of European football, there's not a better show out there than Andy Goldstein's Trans Europe Express Sunday night from 9pm where every week I'm joined by two European experts always Andy Brassel and then if we can afford someone else we get people like Mark Landon or Lars Simpson or Kevin Hatchard or Chris Parrott Parrott yeah one of my favourites as well now of course so far in the podcast we've had a bit of egg chasing time now to talk a bit of uh, cricket and uh, ahead of the fourth test starting on Friday between England and South Africa live and exclusive on TalkSport 2 I'll have you know England batting coach Graham Thorpe or Thorpey or Torpedo no he's not known as that he's talking with our very own Macca we've all been watching Joffre bowling this morning yeah. you were standing as umpire how did he look from where you were standing well look from where he's been over the last couple of weeks where you know the elbow problem is, has been a big issue for him you know so you can't you can't force um, you know that you have to wait for that to get uh, for the player to be confident with it um, but today looked like he came in had good rhythm bowled nice and quick um, and that's a place where we where we want Joff to be um, so looks good he's going to have to you know, come in again tomorrow back it up we'll have to see how Mark Wood is um, uh, Chris Wokes he bowled well again today you know, fully fit uh, so it'll be nice to have all those options on the table and as you said Mark Wood hasn't played back to back test matches um, but we know that he bowled exceptionally well for us he was a bit of an X factor down in Port Elizabeth high speeds you know, up around 90 miles an hour um, plus so um, we'll have to see how he is so um, and, and um, I'm sure Woody will be really honest with us as well and a reminder if you're a fan of cricket the Andy Goldstein following on podcast is available at the end of every day whilst the tour is being played really good if you're a big cricket fan or you just can't get to sleep maybe you're insomniac and you're thinking oh, another night well put that on I promise you within five minutes you'll be sleeping like a baby Damon Cricket and Darren Goff was talking about a well-known author 
saying that he should probably drop Test cricket. Hmm, interesting thought for Geoffrey Archer there. He's got to decide if he wants to play all forms of the game, which is almost impossible for a lot of guys out there now in world cricket because of the amount of cricket that's getting played. Or does he say, do you know something? I think my career is as a T20 player and 50 over player. I'd be disappointed if he did do that, but I would totally, totally understand it. Back now to the rest of the best bits of Andy Goldstein Sports Bump on it Thursday from 10pm on TalkSport. And if you uh, didn't hear the bits at the beginning, then press stop, rewind if you've got a tape recorder from 1987, and press play. And then when you get to this bit for the second time, don't do what I've just said, because you would have done that already. Just sit back and relax and enjoy the best bits of the sports bar. On the last two occasions, but they're through again now, and there's an oh. effort. And that is an amazing goal. A beautiful strike. And just turning in there, Jay Rodriguez. I spoke to Mike, the Burnley fan. Do you remember that, Jason? No, no, I don't. You know, you kept interrupting. Uh, did I? Yeah, we've got I don't, him, we've I got don't. him back. If you could not interrupt for this part, that'd be good. Go, on, Mike. Just for a moment. Hello, Mike. Hello. Are you all right, Andy? Have you calmed down? I well, I wasn't excited, Mike. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm very, very happy. Mike, you know, it's, Mike, it's, Mike, it's Mike, difficult at Mike, times just, being a Burnley fan. Mike, just stop talking before I change my mind, okay? Why? Why should you change your mind? Because what we've changed? because we've had a lot of calls in tonight. Yeah. But well done to our caller of the day who wins a hundred pounds. I've won a hundred pounds. And that's not no, that's not you, Mike. <laughs> oh, that's not me. No, no it is you. It is you, Mike. It is you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not that crank. I'm not that crank. Thank you. Great call, Mike. Well yeah, done. Mike. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. It's always uh, nice to have an exchange of views. Of course it it's is. It's what makes football such a great game. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you've got your £100, all right? Just, just be on, be on your way, you. mate. Hello. Oh, who's that? It's uh, Lucas. How are you? Good, thanks, Lucas. Not too bad. Uh, what I was going to say is, um, Ian Bill, keep it real. And the last time I ever, um, last time I went to a fish, fish and chip shop, a fish got bad. And um, last time I used to go into a nightclub, he used to write my name down as Mr. Fish. And they used to ask me where I was from. You know what I used to say I was from? The River Thames. Did you? What'd they say then when you said that? Mr. Fish, River Thames. And yeah, what they, they say? What they, they say, say when you said that? Say? I don't believe it. Well, he, he thought it was a bit. He, well, you know, he thought it was a bit fishy. But you know what I mean? I used to, um, you know. Well, what did you? What did you? I mean, what did you say to that? What do I to say to that? Are you can let me in or not, Sam? Because listen, I've been waiting out here for five minutes, mate. I'm freezing cold. I've got my old hands on. Do you know what I'm saying? And, and then what happened then? Um, well, basically, I had to wait outside for another half an hour until the taxi driver turned up. He said, uh, Mr. O, are you coming home? I said, no, I'm not Mr. O. I said, Mr. Fish, where are you going? I said, back to River Thames. And what did he do and say? What did he say? He jumped in with me. <laughs> then what happened? Well, we, um, well, we both got our rods out and then um, <laughs> we met what? up one, didn't we? They got what? <laughs> we, we turned vegan. And then and then what happened? We turned, well, we turned vegan, didn't we? And what happened after that, though? We went to space. You went to space? Yep. Is that where you're calling from now? That's it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Move on. That's nearly it for another podcasting thing. A reminder, if you've not subscribed already, do so. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your neighbour's dog, anyone that you think could either, by choice, download the podcast or... 
maybe accidentally download it. Like if you've got a dog and you think, oh, he's quite clever, and you put him near your Apple Mac or your PC, and his paw could go on like the mouse, like that, and he's downloaded it. If you've got a pet that can do that, happy days. They all count. They all earn me thousands upon that. They don't. I don't get any money for this. But you can do it via Acast, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Now, before I go, a reminder that tonight, being Thursday, you can hear live commentary of the FA Cup third round replay on TalkSport from 7pm. It's Tramere against Watford. Couldn't give a monkeys. Well, you should because the winner plays Manchester United. Yeah, they'll beat them probably. Yeah, well, that's another conversation for another day. Mark Saggers presents from Prenton Park. Commentary from Sam Matterface and Michael. I missed that penalty again, Gray. In fact, we could probably play that clip again here. Michael Gray, born in Sunderland. Just saved it! And Charlton are promoted! Excellent work. Yeah, the old penalty miss from Michael Gray, letting millions of people down around the world. How are you going to cope with that and live with that for the rest of your life? Don't know how he does it. Anyway, that's it for another podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Remember, I'm back tonight from 10pm on the back of, cross his fingers, cross his legs, Wolves beating Liverpool. Please let it happen. We're going to have a big old celebration on the sports bar from 10pm or I'll be crying like I have done most of the season because A, I support United and B, Liverpool are doing so bloody well. Anyway, have a great day. Thanks for listening. I'll see you back here at 10pm, not here on the podcast, but live on National Radio for the Sports Bar. In the meantime, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. Flimsy stands slowing you down? Well, it's time to upgrade. Armadillo builds durable North American-made tablet stands and kiosks. We're so confident, we offer a lifetime warranty. So, elevate your business and visit armadillo.com. That's A-R-M-O-D-I-L-O.com and use code ACAST for 5% off. Armadillo, built to last, designed to impress. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.